Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every day, usually only about 13 minutes long, but it keeps us in God's Word, and that's vital to our strength in our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. So as we stay in God's Word every day, even for this short period of time, we're strengthening our faith. Help other people grow in their faith. Help them start focusing on their relationship with God. Help them to start thinking about their soul's salvation by sharing these short studies with them every day through Facebook friends, text messages, with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. You may help somebody by so doing get to heaven. What a great blessing for them, but it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to conclude our line of thought and study that we've been looking at over the last several days, talking about seven dangerous nations. Again, I'm using a play on words. I'm not talking about literal geographic nations like China or Russia, which might automatically come to the minds of a whole lot of people when they say dangerous nations. And I'm not talking about a whole lot of other nations where people would say, well, it's dangerous to live in those particular nations, especially if you're an openly practicing Christian. I'm not talking about those either. I'm talking about nations using play on words that are personally dangerous and threatening to us individually and personally. Well, I've talked about abominations, things that are an abomination to God, terrible wickedness, Deuteronomy chapter 18, verses 9 through 13, talked about a number of abominations that were linked to the worship of idols or idolatry. And then in Proverbs chapter 6, verses 16 through 19, the wise man, Solomon, wrote a list of seven abominations before God. Now, those were sinful practices that we see all around us and that a whole lot of us would probably not think a whole lot about such as ungodly pride and lying and taking part in mischief or gossip. You know, it, it, those kinds of things we look and we see all around us, and we're, we see them so commonly, we may not even think about them as much as we ought to as being really sinful practices. They're called abominations before God. And anything that God calls an abomination, we need to stay away from. Contamination was another one that we looked at, and that is being contaminated with the ungodly ways of the world, worldly living, and all of its sinfulness and immorality and all of that. Procrastination was the next one we looked at, and that's putting off doing what we know we ought to do and saying, I'll get to it sometime later. Now, we're not talking about, you know, should I mow the grass today? You know, there's a football game on. I think I'd like to watch that. I'll mow it. I'll mow it later on today, or I'll mow it tomorrow. That's not the kind of procrastination we're talking about. We're talking about people putting off giving their lives to God through Jesus Christ, being baptized for the remission of their sins, saying, yeah, I know I need to do that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. I'm just not ready for it yet. Well, that's procrastination. And that's a nation we need to stay out of. Discrimination. We talked about people who discriminate against one another for all kinds of reasons. Prejudice, we could say, would be, you know, another way to word that. But God 
is not a respecter of persons. He's, he shows no partiality. Romans chapter, uh, Romans chapter uh, uh, 2 and, and verse 12, I believe it is. And so we need to take God's example and recognize that just as we will be judged by God without showing partiality, we need to recognize, and that's, that's Romans chapter 2 and verse 11, I'm sorry. And so we need to understand that, that we need to not be discriminating or practicing discrimination against people for any ungodly reason, whether it's appearance or education or geographic location, whatever it might be. Any reason that somebody might practice discrimination or prejudice against somebody else, we need to stay out of that nation. Termination was another one. And I use this to indicate or describe the act that so many people who have become Christians take part in as they walk away from the church, from faithfulness to God from Christianity. They terminate that relationship. They come into Christ as they're baptized into him, but then they walk away from Christ and go back into the ways of the world. They terminate that relationship. Now, the last one we looked at was denominations, and that probably would raise a lot of eyebrows and perk up a lot of ears and say, what are you talking about? But as I emphasized, the very word denomination or denominationalism, it means division. And that's exactly what denominationalism has done to the quote-unquote Christian world. It has divided people who sought to be Christians into all kinds of groups that believe differently, teach differently, and practice differently from one another. And yet, Jesus prayed in the night of his betrayal that his followers would be as united as he and the Father are united. Now, that leaves no room for, well, you all just do it your way. We'll do it our way. It's whatever you believe. You interpret the God's word this way, and we interpret it a different way. No, no. God the Father and God the Son do not interpret God's word differently. They are absolutely in sync with one another. And that's what Jesus prayed for, for us, his followers. In fact, Paul, in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 10, when he wrote to the congregation at Corinth, he rebuked them for their disunity. And he used five different expressions in that one verse, verse 10 of chapter 1, to emphasize that they needed to be totally united and have no divisions among them. But you see, when somebody teaches one thing doctrinally, say about baptism, we can sprinkle for baptism. That's not what the word means in the Greek. It means immerse. Well, we think sprinkling is more convenient. We can do it. That's, that's contradictory to one another. Or you're already saved and then you need to be baptized later. Why do you need to be baptized later if you're already saved? But what about what Jesus said? He who believes and is baptized shall be saved. Salvation comes after baptism or at the point of baptism, Mark 16, verses 15 and 16. See, we, we, can't, we can't start changing the gospel and still have it be the truth of the gospel. Once we change it, it's no longer the gospel. It's something we've made up. And so denominations have brought in all kinds 
of divisive, and that is dividing teachings among those who claim to be Christians. Well, what's the last one? And this is the worst of all of the seven dangerous nations, and that's condemnation. The worst words that a person can hear is Jesus on that final day of judgment saying, depart from me, you evildoers, I never knew you. And in, John, in Matthew chapter 7, verse, verses 21 through 23, Jesus is talking about people who call him Lord. In fact, he says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. We've got to follow God, God's way, not our way. We can't make it up on our own, and whatever feels good to us ought to be okay. No, we've got to follow God God's way. Now, these are people who call Jesus Lord, so I think we can understand that he's, he's talking about there are going to be Christians who aren't going to be in heaven. People who call themselves Christians, they're not going to be there. They call him Lord, 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 and they even go on in verse 22 and say, hey, haven't we done a whole lot of really good wonders, works in your name? And then verse 23, Jesus says, then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Well, why? Going back to verse 21, they followed Jesus apparently some way, their way, but they did not submit to the will of the Father in heaven. They did not follow Jesus God's way. And so Jesus said, not only are you not going to be with me in eternity, you've never been with me. I've never known you. Depart from me. So they will not cross the threshold of the pearly gates to step onto the golden streets in the heaven, heavenly city, the eternal place for the saved. They won't be there. We will all stand before the judgment seat of Christ as he comes back to judge mankind. 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 10, we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ and give account of the things done in the body, whether good or bad. None of us will escape. That day, there won't be any excuses. excuses. Here, here's a letter of excuse. You don't have to appear today. No, we're all going to be there, and we're all going to give account. In Psalm 9 and verse 17, the psalmist wrote this, the wicked shall be turned into hell and all the nations that forget God. Let me tell you something. Our nation is well on the road to forgetting God right now. A whole lot of other nations have already gone farther down that road. But we are way down that road ourselves. Forgetting God, forgetting his word. So many people, they simply do not read God's word. If ever, it's rare. And so they're not staying in the faith. They're not walking with God because they're not staying in his word. And again, faith comes by hearing the word of God. Romans 10 and verse 17. Well, seven dangerous nations. 
abominations, contamination, procrastination, discrimination, termination, denominations, and condemnation. What do we do? What do we do? 2 Corinthians chapter 6, beginning with verse 17. Come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean, and I will receive you. I will be a father to you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. We need first to not take part in those nations. But if we find ourselves in one or more of these seven dangerous nations, we need to come out from among them and walk with God through Jesus Christ. We'd like to help you find the way to do exactly that. You can contact us through our website at churchofchrist.com. Click on the email link and you can contact us that way. Or you can phone us at 402-498-8397. We'd love to hear from you and help you and study with you and pray with you. Let's pray together now. Father in heaven, Help us to submit our will to your will. Help us to simply live by your teachings and dedicate our lives to bringing you glory through the way that we live so that we can look forward to being with you in heaven for all of eternity. Help us to stay away and to keep out of. And if we are already in one or more of these dangerous nations, help us, Father, to come out from among them, these seven dangerous nations. Please forgive us, gracious Father. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.